dropped the subject. Yeah, it is dropped the subject on the all-new Channel Q. Back at it. I did not know if Allie would make it today because she was jet-setting all over Southern California, Northern California, trying to get to uh, our guest from yesterday and check out the big show that was happening. I think it was, what was it, San Jose last night? Yep, my old stomping ground, my hometown. But, I went uh, back to the hoe for a one-night show. All right, don't call it that. That's derogatory. Uh, but <laughs> That's what us locals call it, Kevin. Well, regardless, you're back here now and uh, cannot believe that you went through all of that hassle just to look at a guy, talk to dead people, even though he was on our show and a great guest. We got a lot of good feedback. People thoroughly enjoyed having the Hollywood medium on with us. And um, hey, who knows? Maybe he joins us again in the future because a lot of people were asking, can he uh, connect them with uh, their dead relatives, especially ones that hid treasures places and they want information about where those treasures are hidden? Not even relatives. I had people reaching out to me asking if I could uh, ask him to contact their dead animals, several dead animals and not just dogs and cats, hamsters, birds. Yeah. My friend was like, I want to know about my my dead hamster, Teeny Fay. We had a funeral for her, and I want i want to know if she's proud of me. Teeny Faye's in God's behold now. <laughs> I think we can all just accept that, right? Isn't that where hamsters go? Come here, back where you belong. Isn't that where all hamsters go when they, when um, they die? But when, I, when the show started, he uh, started giving a couple of lectures about why he does what he does and how he does what he does, and some of the readings that he's given. And one of them, he explained that he had a bow tie in his hand. This is like a private reading, and the woman had given him a bow tie, and he was holding the bow tie, and then he started getting this uh, this sound of, Frank, 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 and he didn't know what it was, and then he realized it was the lady's dog, and the dog used to wear that bow tie all the time. Ah. And he said, you know, spirits transcend species. They go beyond huh. species, and it's... Because I've always wondered that about... I know we've talked about, uh, you know, if I've ever been able to get a message from my dead dog, Rocky, my childhood black lab, and I now know that that is possible, and that people's animals can come through. Even speaking, I mean, especially be, they probably have a lot to say because they haven't been able to be understood their entire lives. Yeah, I would imagine most of what they say is either tummy rub, stop letting off fireworks, or give me some peanut yeah. butter. Sorry, I, mean, I peed on your plants, something uh, like that. You know, it's it's funny because this guy is talking about, you know, the relationships between the living and the dead, but his quote is not that dissimilar from the latest star to announce that uh, she's experimenting with sexuality because she loves souls not genders. So she is a ghost. She's into ghosts? Well, she didn't say ghosts. I think she's still into living people, but she's saying that that's the thing that she falls in love with. She can look past if they have, you know, female genitals or male genitals or a little bit or, of each. Or anything, yeah, anything in between. And as a result, she can fall in love with the soul, which either means she's a way better person than I am, because I would think a penis is a hard thing to ignore. I mean, to me... <laughs> I'm trying to get to your soul, and I just all I see is penis. Yeah, it seems like that would be a giant roadblock. Like That's the body's equivalent of a neon parking cone. So I would think that you would see that pretty clearly. However, uh, we'll tell you about that a little bit later when we uh, do some closet watch coming up on the uh, show today. It's just another person coming out as, I don't know. Uh, another, another person, which is where, where I think we're all going to get to eventually. And if you ever watch movies about the future... There's a reason everyone's in matching kind of like 
Everyone's going to look the same. Everyone's going to dress the same. Yes. Everyone's going to sex the same. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting world that we're evolving into, and we're in the middle of it now. And listen, there are some things I'm nostalgic about. I say, oh, man, I wish it went back to the way it was back in 1987, which is probably as early as I can remember. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ways where I go, you know what, maybe this is going to make life easy. Like the concept of everyone waking up every day and putting on the exact same shiny tracksuit, which is, I think, what we all wear in the future. It's yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah, no. I picture the same thing, oddly. It, it's Well, it's because of the... Um, it's because of I the feel le- like it's just Adi- like metallic Adidas clothing. Right. It's the leisure wear. It's, it's People have decided, like, let's just be comfortable, but the we'll concept... from athleisure to future leisure. F- future leisure. Yeah. You said it so beautifully, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's your thing sounded Huge like leisure. your thing sounded like an STD right Huge there. <laughs> but regardless that makes uh, whenever you talk to like geniuses like Steve Jobs and they always say things like I just wear the same thing every day so I don't have to waste any mental power picking out an outfit my wife would have an additional 12 hours in her day if she just had the same outfit. <laughs> and she'd also be jobless. She would also, that's absolutely true. It's she not a lot be... of work for a fashion stylist when everyone wears the exact same thing. Yeah, but. yeah. But I think that people like me would love it because I have always been challenged in the fashion department. I've never been trusted to dress myself in the morning. And I also uh, don't know how to up, keep up my clothing well. And so, and I don't spend a lot of money on clothing. So if I could just get one outfit to wear on a daily basis, I would be totally cool with that. Well, people like me that should only be wearing the same thing. It probably won't be in the next five to 10 years, but I could see in the next 20 years. But I think we just need to start it. Well, like we, we someone has to just start doing there it. There needs to be a vote, right? It needs to be a nationwide, if not worldwide vote where we oh, all decide all good at that. on what will be the outfit that we all decide to go with. And that's the one. And then Maybe multiple companies can make it. Eh, probably not, actually. I think no, we should just, just be Apple. Just be Apple. We'll just let Apple do it again. <laughs> Here's our next announcement. We're all making the uniform uh, tracksuit that you'll all be wearing. <laughs> I'll be down with that. But it, I think if it's really nice and can be like self-cleaning and we only need one each, then I think we'll be pretty happy. I think about all the money, just money, time, brain power that we will all save by not having to constantly think about wardrobe. And now, you wouldn't also have to think about who you're dating if you're dating anybody. You you're, know? You're right. You, everybody is available. You don't have to look down the street and say, oh, is that girl into girls or is that guy into guys? You can just say everyone's into everybody. So I'm just going to keep hitting on people and we're just going to, I mean, you might not even need to choose your significant other. Maybe we'll just be lucid all the time. Well, that was the idea of Google Glass, right? right? Eventually you can just look at people. <laughs> sleeping with everyone? You can, no, you can look at other people and based on their profile or whatever the technology is, you can tell an awful lot about a person just by looking at them right away. You know, this person's into this, 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 and this. They don't like this, 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 and this. Oh, we both like Indian food. Great. Let's head it off. Works in stock, loves feet. But what you learned yesterday, and I assume you learned this, but maybe not, is that when you die... There is no physical body left, so it doesn't. The only thing that matters anymore is your spirit slash your soul slash your. What did the guy say? What did the Hollywood medium say? Mm. Just spirit. Is that the I only think, thing left? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, people who have transitioned, transitioned, crossed over. Yeah, and I think that he. See, but he was seeing people at different ages. Like he would see a grandma as an old grandma, and then he would sometimes see older people as of their younger selves. So it's very confusing. I didn't really understand. If but a transgendered person dies, does he assume that they've done two transitions? Or they how- transitioned and then transitioned, yeah. But one of them was again. way cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. It's totally covered by insurance. That's Death interesting. is definitely covered. Well, I'm curious. No, I'm curious about that because you, you, these days when you use the phrase transition, I think that, and maybe that's a maybe that's a compliment to society. I think that most people uh, assume you're talking about someone who is transitioning, male to female, female to male, whatever. Whereas in in his world, 
and the Hollywood medium who was on our show yesterday uh, does identify as being homosexual, but in his world, transitioning means... Yeah, transitioning to the other side. Live to dead. Yeah, exactly. And I think that when he says, like, what a nice word instead of they're dead... I mean, he, he did make some dead people jokes. He was like, oh, yeah, I mean, let's liven it up around here. I am talking to dead people after all. And everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that telling somebody, oh, your, your, uh, your dog transitioned or your mom transitioned is definitely a lighter blow than saying that they passed on or that they died. I feel like it's a, a, a little, it's got a little cherry on top. Do most people who left, how many people were there? Like 5,000? Uh, there was like 2,800 people okay. there. And Do it was, most people who left there, are they disappointed because realistically he's going to talk to maybe five or ten dead people? So most so, people, like I feel like it's a lot like when the crowd leaves The Price is Right and you didn't win a washer dryer. I have never been to a show where people got there so happy and left so sad. I figured that. I mean, people were kind of sad throughout because it's a lot of... I was wondering, I was like, what, you know, you go to a certain concert, you know the types of people that are going to be there, and I really had no idea what types of people were going to be at this place. It was a lot of people who had were like clutching items of people who were dead right and just getting like a vodka soda and sitting there like trembling and excited and nervous and 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 quiet not really very chatty you know everyone's like thinking and in their heads about what they who they want to talk to and things like that and then he's dragging it on being like oh there's so much coming through right now but i have to tell you about season four of my show right, right. and so there's a lot of I'm that i mentioned my new products at the gift shop right. before <laughs> right. we get into tracking down and everyone's like god damn it i want to talk to my aunt <laughs> right so then by the time he actually talked to people, it was there was not a lot of time left. So he did talk to probably seven to ten people, and they were really excited and crying and all that stuff. And then as soon as he was like, well, we'd be here all night if I kept going. And I think everyone was like, we paid $400 for a ticket. Please keep going. Yeah. We could be here all night. We're happy to be. And so then he left. It was a great show. Then as soon as he left, there was this like silence. And pe- there were some people that just kept sitting in their chairs. Like he was going to come back out for an encore and do a surprise, like, oh, hold on, hold this on. father figure is coming through. Right. So I think people were very hopeful up until the last moment, well, and then everyone was just kind of quietly filing out, and it was oh, it was a very sad way to end the evening. I had a feeling that you probably would not get your personalized reading because the odds were not in your favor. So I prepared for that, and I have a very special medium waiting on the phone right now. Really? This uh, this is exciting, because this person will be able to contact uh, a dead relative of your choosing. Uh, hello, uh, this is the Not Hollywood Medium by the name of... Hi, Kevin. Uh, Hi, Allie. Hi, Kevin. Now, uh, Allie. Would you like to tell How Allie? How you doing, my beautiful love? I'm angry. I don't want... Oh, wait, Kevin. Yes. Allie. Happy opening day. <laughs> oh, is today opening day? Oh, yeah, that's right. Today is opening day for baseball. Uh, it's a big more, day for yeah. guys. More importantly, uh, well, would you like to tell Allie a message from one of her relatives? Kevin, I don't want to hear a message from Creepy Creeper. Well, he's, hold on. Sure you do, Allie. Go ahead. What do you have for her? Allie, here's the message. <laughs> the message is, be, because I heard your podcast the other day, I'm... For, from Monday show. Now, Allie, the message is, being you are being pressured to have babies, you should hook up with me. All right. That, that's I'm a, there for you, my That is not a message love. from the beyond. That's, a, that's, that's a, just you trying to have sex again. That's a fascinating message from one of Allie's relatives yeah. that she needs to be impregnated by Creepy Creeper yeah. to- Who uh, gave you that message? Give her the baby. Uh, <laughs> was, that a, was, that what, was that Allie's dog or was that Allie's uh, grandfather from NASA? Who gave you that message, Creepy Creeper? 
Allie's grandfather. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he's NASA trained. So Loud and clear. Yeah, beautiful. Well, let's go ahead and make that happen. That's a verbal contract. We'll be back in a moment. This is Drop the Subject. <laughs> I we no actually- longer want to have babies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this. This is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject. It's the all new Channel Q. That is Allie. My name's Kevin. And apparently, we've got a lot of dead relatives in the room as well. Hi, yeah, guys. I traveled back with Allie from the show yesterday to check out the Hollywood medium. I felt them there, Kevin. I got my own closure. Do you know how many people in the building were so disappointed that the, you know, we were talking about how he was going to be on with us yesterday? I didn't realize, once again, I had no idea. I was aware of who he was, but I never really watched the show. Um, yeah, I guess you call me a skeptic about most things. I don't know if I believe any more now than I did before. But I don't know if you even believe in life, let alone death. I, I, after you death. know what? Prove either to me right now. Prove either. <laughs> but a lot of people were disappointed that uh, they thought he was going to be in the uh, in the building with us here in the Channel Q studios. I was wondering why there were so many people loitering after our show yesterday. I, you probably didn't notice it because you were rushing to get to yeah. the airplane. But um. Yeah, he's also very attractive in person as well. Oh, really? So, yeah, he's a cutie little huh. guy. Yeah, so I can imagine anyone who's single and mingling on Channel Q would want to stop by and say hi if he was here. Um, we do have Gay Gay Cray Cray to get to later on in the show today day. We will also uh, do some news that will lose it. I know we promised earlier in the week that we would seal the Smollett file, which meant we wouldn't discuss it anymore, but... Just like in the real world, that it's been reopened again um, for a different reason, and the FBI's involved, and I guess people... Uh, and Trump's involved. Trump's now gotten involved as well, and uh, so we will uh, discuss that, I'm sure, at some point over the next few hours as well. And uh, it's Thursday, which means we get to assign each other new movies for the next round of the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. If you'd like to pitch us ideas, you can do it right now on the socials. We double dog dare you. Double dead dog dare you. A little shout out to Rocky. <laughs> Love uh, you. Hit us up at DTS Show on Twitter, Instagram, DTS Show, or uh, hit us up here at the station with your voice, 833 Call Q. Phone lines, some of them are open as we speak. Uh, all right, Allie. Yes. As you know, closet watch is usually an opportunity for us to go into the closet or Poke reveal around. a yep. celebrity that has. Um, decided to come out in one way, shape, or form. We discussed earlier in this week, I believe it was this week, where we talked about how Adele and Jennifer Lawrence were at a gay bar in New York. What does that mean? Yep, and then uh, Mel B slept with Jerry Halliwell of the Spice Girls, and she has already responded immediately after that um, conversation. And Jerry Halliwell, a.k.a. Ginger Spice, has said that as soon as I slept with Scary Spice, I knew that I was not gay. So that was her... I guess way of being like. By the way, I'm, I'm super not gay. Do I you, had sex with her and realized so not gay. Do you um, think that everyone needs to experience? Because I know you've tried to peer pressure me into having a homosexual experience many times. Because you say, "How do I truly know?" Like everything I'm doing with my daughter right now is is trying her to tell her to try things because she won't know until she tries it if she likes it or not. So I'm, every day it's broccoli. Try it, you may like it. No, all right, beets. Try it, you may like it. 
Oh, um, is this mostly about vegetables? Mostly vegetable related. But are you saying that that is the advice that you would give to everyone? That maybe you do have an experience with someone of the same sex, yeah. and you go, "Huh, I didn't. I was actually. Uh, I enjoyed that." Absolutely. I think everybody should experiment. I think that. You think that I've been peer pressuring you into being into having a gay experience? Think about me. I've been peer pressured into being straight my whole damn life growing yeah. up. We peer pr- pressure each other into being heteronormative every day of our lives. So I think that you should be very open with your daughters and make sure they know that you could try anything. You never know. And uh, that she, she shouldn't put herself in a certain box. I've already told them both they will be asexual. That's the first word they both said. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to stick with that and keep My brainwashing daddy them. says I can't sleep with anybody ever. Uh, but today we're going to go into the closet for a different reason. It's time for Closet Watch. Closet Watch. We will talk about later in the show today the Game of Thrones uh, star that decided that they're uh, into both men and women because they really like souls more than holes. But let's talk about our own closets in a literal sense for a moment. Um, There are fashion regrets that many people have. And a lot of times because of our pictures now that stay with us, you can even scroll back to something you wore a year ago, two years ago, even a week ago. And you go, boy, that was a bad decision. Yeah, like Capri's. Well, the problem with fashion in general, and I don't know much about it, is that everything comes full circle. Like, if I told you what the big fashion trend now of the summer is, which is something I learned from my wife who's in fashion, you would probably be shocked, but also you would say, damn it, I had a bunch of that stuff and I threw it all out. Well, it's 90s. It's got to be, right? Tie-dye. Into- tie-dye is the new... that that Finally, something I can relate to. Yes, lesbian hippies unite. It's it's in, in a big way. Designers are doing tie-dye. There's tie-dye purses, tie-dye pants, tie-dye outfits, etc. So anyone who at one point had a tie-dye shirt and said, I might as well throw this out or donate it. I'm never going to wear it again uh, unless I'm doing a Ben and Jerry's commercial. I mean, there's no (laughs) need for this. Uh, It's back now in a big way. And that's that's the issue I have with all fashion is that People say it's fashionable, and then instantly it goes, ugh, that's that's so last season, followed by wait five years, and it's back in a big way right. again. So, I mean, this works against Marie Kondo, because you can't get rid of anything. You shouldn't get rid of any clothing, because it's probably going to come back in a few years. Tie-dye is a great one to come back, though, because your kids can just make all your clothes now. All you got to do is get one of those little kits, get a few white t-shirts, let them have some fun. You got a whole new wardrobe right there. It's the best part. Yeah, you take whatever clothes you had last year that are no longer in style. Instead of throw them out, just throw some paint on them, put them back on, and yeah, voila, you're exactly. done. Uh, let's talk, though, about fashion regrets that people are having. An article uh, that we uh, are going to be sharing with you that I think was published in the New York Post, I believe. Okay. Well, if this is about fashion regrets, I don't need to look at this article. Well, this is pretty much an intervention on you. That's why we're doing this right now. Okay. But I wanted to use the article as a simple way to get into it as opposed to saying, Allie, uh, we've all gotten <laughs> Let's together. open cl- Allie's closet. Please and accept tell her this to gift throw of everything treatment. out. Yeah. Okay. I, I can tell you right now, it's got to be Crocs. It's got to be jorts. It's got to be puka shell necklaces. It's got to be those little shirts that have the shoulder parts cut out of them. Those were stupid. It's actually the opposite of that. It's the shoulder pads. That's one of the biggest regrets and one of your biggest fashion statements I think that those you make. Need, I've been waiting for those to come back. No, why no. have they not come back? Those are one of the biggest regrets. As people look back at photos and wonder why this was ever a thing, it's the shoulder pads. I think both <laughs> on men and women, but particularly on women, that they just cannot figure out why anyone decided, I want to be a much broader looking broad. <laughs> I need to look a little more square-shouldered. I need to have those edges. 
of the 2,000 Americans that were surveyed, 66% said that they have a cringeworthy look or fashion regret from their past that they can't bear to think about. And the fact that the photos live forever and are now easily accessible, all you got to do is keep on swiping and you'll get to someone's history if you, you know, look, look back. Is this also, is it just um, clothes and fashion or is this hairstyles too? Uh, hairstyles is there as well. Okay. That's a big is, factor. Then Poor mullets fa- got to be on, on there. Oh, the mullet you had? Yeah, that was a bad... That's not my... I never had a mullet. Well, you had a, you had a very, I don't know, it would be a close to a mullet. It was like mullet adjacent is no, what you No, it was had. a short haircut that was growing out. Party in the back. It was a party. Other situations where Americans found themselves uh, making uh, bad fashion decisions were at uh, job interviews. Sixty-eight percent did not like their. You know, a lot of times you have like one of those fancy outfits you use for like job interviews, funerals, weddings. You don't have a lot of them, so you got that one, and you want to really milk it, so you wear it for a while, even if it's a couple years out of date. I got to go to a funeral tomorrow. I do. I have not bought a new suit in years, so I'm pretty sure whichever suit I can find is going to be a inappropriate slash not fashionable suit. So. But you, what's it's easy for you to go to a funeral as a guy because all you have to do, I mean, you know what you're wearing. You're wearing a suit. You don't have to choose between pants or a dress or a jumpsuit or a skirt combo or whatever. All you have to do is find whatever crappy suit you got, put it on, put a black tie, and you're good. I am going to go with a skirt combo just to uh, oh, light, nice. lighten the mood a little bit. I think that'll uh, f- that'll freshen it up for most people. Also, get that breeze. It's getting warm. But with your leg hair, they'll think it's pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's wearing wool pants. This, this animal. Is he hot? Uh, 40% of men studied admitted that the uh, that the hairstyle slash grooming habits usually improve when they're in a relationship and they have someone else there to check them at the door. I think it can go either way. I think if you're with someone that has a good eye or doesn't want to be embarrassed, you have another person to help you change your outfit, change your mind, give you advice on the way out the door. On the flip side, if you've got someone that's got bad taste, bad fashion, bad whatever, they could be giving you pretty yeah yeah, bad advice and the next thing you know you're walking out looking like a buffoon yeah they're like what you have long jeans why don't you just cut them just cut them right at the knee yeah there you go jorts Jorts, just like that right there there you go walk out the door you look wetter better um (laughs) i don't that's that's what my wife and i go (laughs) is that what you said yeah Uh, let me see how wet i am hold on let me wet your hair Uh, um but uh, the other thing with couples though is that they can give the other person in the relationship unwanted fashion advice which is what i get a lot like I'll get the oh is that what you're wearing are you, yeah. is that what you're going with and I'm like but I don't I didn't ask your opinion and then I just leave feeling crappy about myself but I can't ask her about her stuff because she gets self conscious but it doesn't matter what I think she can tell me to wear whatever she you know she can tell me whatever she wants I can't say anything to her you couldn't be more right and I bought a windbreaker the other day. I wore it. I got a lot of compliments on this windbreaker. My wife told me it was the ugliest thing she's ever seen. I should burn it. And I said to her, but I got compliments on it. And she goes, that's because people don't know what else to say. It's so horrible. That like she said it was the equivalent. It was just them like not knowing how to react to it. So she made me feel horrible about it. And now the thing is going to be given to a, a, you know. A very, a nice st- very homeless stylish man homeless man <laughs> who's going to be like, I'm still cold. I don't know. Be back in a moment. Oh, we no. got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. This is the all new channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Uh, Cray Cray Gay Gay is on deck. You want to play with us? Give us a call. 833-77-CALL-Q. That's 833-77-CALL-Q. Back after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. 
Tell your smart speaker to listen to us by saying, hey, smart speaker, play Channel Q on Radio.com. They will probably listen if you don't stutter. I'm Allie. Kevin's over there. <laughs> what? Oh, that's offensive to the uh, stuttering community. <laughs> Play ch- 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 playing cha-cha music. That's probably the worst part about I would imagine that's the worst part about... Having, having, having a stutter? I mean, the, the world has figured you out for the most part until everyone got all voice connected recently. And now, once again, that stutter has got to be a problem. I think that we should come up with the first smart sp- 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 speaker. <laughs> That is exclusively designed uh, for people with the stutter, and they know not to really start listening until like 40 <laughs> seconds in. I mean, not even, no, not only the stuttering community, which I guess I'm a part of, um, but the Tourette's community is probably having a tough time with some of these automated uh, phone calls, too, where you can speak some of your answers. Yeah, It's, it's like, good. why don't you enter your card number? And then you're like, it, and they're it, like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. It's a lot. It's a real problem. You know, that's why they have the option. I mean, at least with the phone calls, you can always go back with the push one, push two, push yeah, three, whatever. Yeah, you can do the old school. But... In the world of everything is activating with our voice now, and and look, I like it. I mean, I told you I've got a voice activated trash can. It's probably my ha- my wait what? It's my happiest purchase. Well, it's is bro- that why I couldn't open your stupid trash can when I went over there? It's broken now. I was like prying it open well, I to think throw you bro- stuff I th- away. I think you broke it because someone I think tried to rip it open. You're supposed to just say. Um, I assumed it was some stupid child lock crap, so that your kid no, doesn't rubbish through the garbage. No, I think you're the one who broke my trash can. Now it makes sense because yeah, after you stayed at my place to watch my dog, uh, the trash can broke. But for a long time, that trash can was awesome because you'd just say you'd have your hands full of garbage. You'd say. Uh, Hey, trash, open. And the thing would open up. And you, you would put say, it right hey, in. trash. That was its name, uh, trash. I named it trash. Named it after my grandfather, <laughs> I decided. Keep it in the family. No, I, I think you just have to say. I guess you can't use any name in that scenario because it would be degrading. Yeah, yeah. They, hey, yeah. Tracy. Yeah. Open. <laughs> oh, open that, your mouth, your that, dirty mouth. That we all know. Tracy's trash, right? So it makes perfect sense. Uh, candy with an eye. Let's get into the possible uh, stories that we'll be uh, talking about in this edition of News It or Lose It before we offend any more people. Uh, let's do it. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, headline number one. Wow Airlines takes off for good. Leaves thousands stranded. Uh, I would like to news that because I had a very similar experience one time. Wow. Oh, yeah. I also... Have you been a WOW customer? Not WOW. A different airline that no longer exists (laughs) that I also... um, it was called Oh No Airlines. <laughs> I, uh, I I can tell you firsthand the experience you feel when going to an airport to get on a plane that no longer exists. Wow! Even though the tickets you have are real, uh, and it's uh, you don't get the money back if that airline goes away. There is no customer service. We'll talk all about that uh, as a good headline to kick off. News it or lose it next. What all else? right. Headline number two: Sleep Sleepy Monk Seal Queen passes out in the sand. This is also a possible gayest news headline of the week nominee. Uh, yeah, let's leave it for that and pass on that one. Let's lose it. Okay. Pope says hand kiss recoil was question of hygiene. Hmm. Did you hear about this? Well, I know that when the Pope is kissing things that aren't children, it's a step in the right direction. <laughs> so I understand why there's a controversy. We should discuss it, though. I, I think that no one's ever gotten in trouble before for talking about uh, the Pope uh, publicly. Yeah, so, an unwanted kissing. Let's uh, yeah, let's uh, news that one. Okay, man attacks mother over mannequin. 
Oh, you know me. I love mannequins. <laughs> we can break that down if we have time. If we have time. I know we also have some Smollett details to get yes, into we as do. well. And then uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck forgives Rosie O'Donnell for offensive crush. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and lose that immediately. <laughs> I love that it's called an offensive crush. Well, I've never, I think they were just talking about the time Rosie O'Donnell accidentally sat on her lap. <laughs> I think that's what they meant, the offensive crush. We'll be back in a moment. It's Ow! the all-new Channel Q. Uh, this is News It or Lose It after this on Drop the Subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Not sure exactly how we already got into hour two of the show today. If you're uh, just joining us, welcome for the very first time. The all-new Channel Q. Giving everyone a voice. Available in lots and lots of cities on radio, HD radio, radio.com, etc. Of course, you can always listen to us. Uh, smartphone, smart speaker. You don't even have to be smart yourself. Dumb people, smartphones. That's what I like to say. Yeah. If you want to join us with your voice, you can do that as well. 833-77-CALL-Q. There's a podcast. This exact show. Downloaded at your leisure. You can listen wherever, whenever you want to. Thank you for checking us out, subscribing, hearting, liking, etc. I know we ask a lot of you, but hopefully you get a little something in return. Like entertainment, maybe some knowledge, which you will probably get right now as we get into Wait. News It or Lose It, the news portion. Yes, Allie? I just wanted to also say... You can look us up on iTunes and give us a review. It's important. Oh, yeah. You can do that, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh, we've uh, we've read some of the meanest things people could ever say about us in the past, so it, it'll it take yeah. a lot to uh, hurt our feelings if that's your goal. But if you want to say something nice, maybe you've discovered us, maybe you've been listening for a while now, maybe you knew Allie and I in a previous life when we were doing a show uh, in a different city. Well, uh, regardless, we, uh, we appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for listening and uh, checking this out and letting other people know about us as well. And now let's learn together. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right, just some quick updates on the whole Jesse Smollett thing. There's like an apology off happening now. Who's apologizing to who? Nobody is apologizing, but everyone wants everyone else to apologize. The mayor wants Jesse Smollett to apologize, and now Jesse Smollett's attorneys are demanding apologies from the mayor and the police chief. So everyone is just yelling at each other saying, you apologize. No, no, you apologize. And then the FBI is apparently going to start looking into the Jesse Smollett case. And and uh, President Donald Trump has also said that the Department of Justice is going to be looking into the Jesse Smollett case. Meanwhile... Jussie Smollett has been nominated for an NAACP award. Whoa, so, really? Yes, and uh, I don't know if what the chances are of him winning that, but um, I don't know how those nominations are calculated and if it was calculated before all of this stuff happened, but they just announced that he has been nominated, so we will see how all of that shakes out. It just seems like all of this gets weirder and weirder as time goes on. Meanwhile, in Wisconsin, somebody won $768 million on Powerball, so you can throw yours in the trash if you have not already. I have. You have. I know. I saw you. You saw me throwing throwing it in the the basura? Yeah, in the basura. Here's what's annoying about that. I realized after I threw it out, so I rushed yesterday to buy a ticket. At like 7.40, I bought a ticket. I think the drawing was at 8 o'clock. 
You like doing it right at the last minute? I, I don't like doing it at the last minute. I just hadn't done it. And I was like, it's stupid. I'm not going to waste any more money. And then I was like, ah, it could be me. I got to do it. <laughs> and I got all superstitious. And I went way out of my way to go to this one liquor store that I feel like just looks like the type of liquor store you'd see on the news where they're like winning tickets sold yeah, here. Yeah, the crappiest one you can find. So I rushed in. I got the tickets. Of course, the drawing happened. I immediately looked at my tickets to realize that I had none of the matching numbers. Took my tickets right to the nearest trash can and threw them out. And then I realized that the tickets that I threw out were actually not even for last night's drawing, <gasps> but for the new one, the next one, which isn't going to be obviously as exciting. No, anymore. it'll be like forty million dollars. Still forty million dollars. Uh, you know, I'm not going to change my life that much. But I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. You'll be able to pay off some parking tickets. I've and now things thrown like out any chance I had at the. Four. So if they talk about someone who wins the next one and there's an unclaimed ticket, yeah. it's because I threw mine in the basura. Yeah, and then you'll make a great headline when it'll say. Idiot. You know, <laughs> yeah. Idiot radio DJ upset overthrowing winning lottery ticket in Basura. But broke idiot walks through city dump. <laughs> broke idiot. <laughs> uh, speaking of idiots, I will quickly give you the rundown on this man who attacked his mother over a mannequin. Do you want to hear about this? I sure do. All right. I'll just read it verbatim. After his 73-year-old, grandma, uh, 73-year-old mother refused to dress his mannequin... A man shoved the woman to the ground and began stuffing dumplings in her mouth. Well, that's, that's a, if anyone's mad at me for anything, do the same thing. I love dumplings. <laughs> like, that'd be so great. Like, if yeah, not, but really hot soup dumplings could hurt. I don't, those are my favorite you types. You don't care? So if you're mad at me for anything, that is a great punishment for me. Shove me down and, th- and shove dumplings in my mouth. <laughs> all right. I don't care to know the rest of the details. That's oh, all you need. Oh, what a tease. <laughs> and finally... And finally... Uh, what is the world coming to when you cannot depend on a low-end discount Icelandic airline company like Wow? Wow Airlines has been the butt of many jokes over the years, but they got the last laugh. They shut down today, totally tapped out of the airline game, no warning whatsoever. 100,000 people are completely stranded right now with no way to get to their destination. People like Jaqui Rosé on Twitter, who is currently in Boston and says, my husband hasn't been home in 10 years and we finally booked a flight to surprise my family and WOW Airlines has completely shut down, canceling all flights. Maybe there's something else going on with the Rosé family if the husband has not been home for 10 years. Yeah, that seems like a problem. Maybe he stopped drinking Rosé and got sober. Well, I'm just saying maybe he decided that she was... It seems like an excuse... More than just the price of an airline ticket if you haven't seen your wife in 10 years. (laughs) All right. Or that ginger girl on Twitter who says, I'm stranded in Iceland right now because of Wow Air. Does anyone have a private plane to get us out of here? Iceland Air is booked unless we pay five grand. Hashtag bankruptcy. Keanu Reeves could have come to the rescue yet again. Uh, His airline (laughs) took an emergency landing earlier this week and he ended up uh, taking a bunch of people in a van. Uh, Now, obviously, it wasn't as far as Iceland, but regardless, I... um, When I was really trying to impress my wife before we got married, I took her to Hawaii. And I got one of those great packages uh, that uh, it was like a postcard in the mail. It was like, book in the next two days and you can have a five-night stay at this hotel in Maui. And all you have to do is sit through a timeshare presentation. I was like, great, I'll go while she's sleeping. She won't realize I didn't have the money for this trip. And then you never came back. I went and I did the whole, so of course I booked the the trip was like $250 for a week in, in Hawaii. I thought, this can't get any better. came with a rental car and a meal, the whole thing. And then I didn't realize how expensive airfare was. I was like, wow, airfare is 10 times as much as the trip was. And wow was like, you called? <laughs> Luckily, I found an airline that doesn't exist anymore. It was called AMA Airlines. But they had like $99 one-way tickets to Hawaii. And You were trying to impress your... I figured she wouldn't care. I was like, the airline, I'll just be like, oh, I, I didn't realize that uh, 
that it was like cargo. But regardless, <laughs> so I booked the tickets and we got to the airport and we got to the airport and the flight was supposed to leave at eight o'clock and they said, your flight was not full, so we canceled it. <laughs> and I said, "What is it? can you even do that? And they go, uh, yes, we can. You didn't read the fine print. And I'm like, who reads the fine print? I booked an airline ticket. What do you mean you can cancel it? So, lo and behold, I had to buy tickets that day on Delta oh, for probably no. $3,000 each to <gasps> get to Hawaii. And I'm still paying them off. But when I got back, I decided I'm going to make it my mission to really get this airline to reimburse me. And I, I, I spent hours writing what I thought was the world's greatest letter. And the airline said, we feel horrible. We would now like to give you two round trip tickets to any of our destinations. And I said, yes, finally. I got, I did, and, and two days after I received this in the mail with my vouchers, the airline went out of business. Wow. So I think they knew they were going out of business yeah. and they gave me the vouchers, but... Uh, well, they gave you the vouchers just so that you wouldn't sue them afterwards. All probably. I can say is, uh, it's a, when you get to the so airport... So you still have them? I still have them, yeah. If AMA, yeah, maybe they'll make a comeback. If that airline ever comes back, I have got two vouchers and I'll be traveling to one of your many exciting and exotic destinations. Hey, yeah, you never know. I mean, the airline business is crazy right now, but if you've ever thought of starting your own uh, airline or even a, a plane-making business, I feel like now's a good time to jump in. Yeah. But um, if anyone is trying to get refunded for their WOW ticket, you probably will run into some problems because they uh, basically said that you might be entitled to a refund. It depends on when you booked your flight, but that if you have problems, you should contact your credit card company or, wait for it, your travel agent. Ah, they are relevant again. Now the travel agents get the last laugh. You need them now, don't you? We were saying earlier about fashion. Fashion is, it comes back, right? (laughs) Travel agents, I know that we all thought that was one of those industries that has gone away forever, but like we were talking about earlier this week, your aunt could have a job again in the future. <laughs> She's just been sitting at that travel agency waiting for just the phone to ring. Just hitting that Finally. Key, just, just, just typing into Ginger that keypad. Ginger girl in Iceland calls her. Typing into that keypad. Uh, all right. Moving on. It is a germ thing, apparently. At least that's what we're hearing today from the Pope's advisors who spoke to him regarding the hashtag Pope recoil incident that has been floating all over the internet for the last 24 hours. He's being called sacrilegious. He, his, his actions have been called disturbing. He's even been asked to step down from the papacy. The video in question is of the Pope at a Catholic shrine in Loretto, basically looking like he's getting me tooed by every single visitor he meets as they line up one by one. They dive in for that sweet ring kiss. And then one by one, he jerks his hand away in fear. Oh, Everyone's- glad you said his hand away. No. <laughs> it's going to be a way more graphic video. <laughs> that would be... I think that he would probably resign if yeah. that happened. <laughs> uh, it Time raised for- a lot... White smoke. Get out the white smoke. We oh, God. need a new one. Uh, it raised a lot of questions. You know, a lot of memes too, but a lot of questions. And he finally said the reason for this... And it was just a question of hygiene. He said he does let people kiss his ring in small groups, but when hundreds of people He's are right. trying Good to go him. to second base on your hand all day, I mean, why not pull away for the sake of your own health? It's also, it's flu season. Listen, one person kiss, next thing you know, everyone. That's why when they give you the body of Christ, if you ever go there, you're hungry, you need a wafer. Uh, 
I always think when everyone drinks out of the same cauldron for the blood of Christ. Yeah, that is gross. That that is like a it's just a and lot of. And those altar boys aren't really wiping it down. No, and even if they do, that doesn't take care of the germs at all. That's that's ridiculous. We should. What, what about the Purell of Christ? Let's get into that move right there. All right, and now you get a little Purell of Christ. The Purell of Christ. Little, Amen. Little. little <laughs> but it's like a lot of people are getting into this debate now. Of why do we even need to kiss the Pope's ring? It's kind of an old tradition. It's like it spurred this debate between conservative Catholics and progressive Catholics going. Why do we kiss the ring in the first place? This is stupid. You know, you're basically doing it for no reason. It doesn't mean anything anymore. And I think for the germ factor alone, I mean, I think we finally found something that's dirtier than money. If people are kissing that thing left and right, how often is that thing getting washed? And he has to wear a dirty, slobber-filled ring all day long? I mean, that's probably not very fun. Yeah, but you think about traditions, right? And and obviously a lot of religion, if you think about I even think about my own family tradition, superstition. Some of them go back a couple of generations. Some of them newer. You're gonna have your kids kiss your ring. I am going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take that to the next level with my family as well. But I, I believe that you could look at a lot of that stuff and go, "What's the point of it?" And sometimes the only point of it is that it's been going on for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. And then you go, without that, you know. And you could look at a lot of things that we do as a society. I mean, the whole concept of shaking hands seems ridiculous at this point from everything that we know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on, you know, I'm a big fan of the bow. We've been, we were, I think we're both a big fan of the yeah, bow. Yeah, bowing's great. Uh, fist bumping I don't like but yeah I mean there. I think most of the things that people do traditionally in the Catholic faith is makes less sense like why do we do baby crosses there's a, some kind of ritual where you do little baby crosses all over your body and you say certain things and they change the lingo of what you're supposed to say now it's and with your spirit and not with you and it's like why are we ch- why, I don't understand where these changes are taking place and where the traditions happen in the first place why can't we just start fresh and I ask people, like, why do we do the baby crosses? And they're like, man, I don't know. And it's well, like, you don't even know why we're doing this. Yes, so why are we doing this? But it's, and I'm not saying this is the good answer, but you become, you feel like you're a part of something much, much, much bigger and much more historically significant, regardless if you can, argue, you know, you can argue if, if it is truly significant at all. But when you do something and they say this, this tradition has been, Done. Every single person who got married or was born or baptized, whatever it is, we've been doing this for thousands of years. You you feel like you're a part of something bigger. Does it mean it makes sense at all? No, probably not. But mm-hmm. it's tradition. That's the whole point of the tradition. I mean, you think of superstitions and other crap. Wait so then we just have till... to, you can just say anything's tradition then. Cool, you can. So you can just make a new tradition and be like, it's tradition. You can you can absolutely make a new tradition. The problem is someone can easily Wikipedia it and see it's BS. But <laughs> you know, if you want to start something now. Eat your broccoli. It's tradition. Yeah, we'll try that. Good luck. Use it on your kids. Be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. When we return, it's time for a game. You want to win something from us? We have no prizes, but there are some prizes that have been left in here for Loveline. So we're going to steal some of those. <laughs> and give are you them talking to about you. those feather boas or those foxes? Uh, I don't know. I assume all that's here. But uh, prizes that we will be stealing from another show on the station to give to you if you want them. Eight three three seven seven. Call Q. Gay, gay, cray, cray. Allie reads about a couple that uh, somehow made the news, and all you have to do is help figure out if they are a heteronormative, boring, male-female breeding couple, or homosexual couple. That's the game. It's gay, gay, it's cray, cray. We'll do it next, right here on the all-new Channel Kids. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject is here and half queer. 
on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie. Kevin is over there. I'm glad that usually we're just on the radio, but watching what you just did as you tried to get your headphones on. What? Forgetting that you were wearing those dumb bunny ears was <laughs> so funny to me. Well, I wish this... others could have seen that as well. Allie trying to prove gold school. She doesn't need filters to have bunny ears. No, I don't need Instagram filter bunny ears. They have real ones. This studio has basically become like a like a prop room. I mean, there's like feather boas, there's there's bunny ears, there's clothing hangers. There's, I mean, it's basically an improv team's dream come true. Well, you, you couldn't have expected they were going to launch an LGBTQ plus radio station without it turning into a what appears to be a Broadway fitting room within you know, a couple of months. I mean, I really. mean, they got the step and repeat. There's like a red carpet in here. There's like props. It's crazy. I've worked in radio a long time, been in a lot of radio stations. and uh, Have you ever seen a radio studio like this, like so pimped out? The amount of props, the amount of... Lighting, like actual lighting. Yeah, it's... it's, it's um, there's a little light-up sign that says Yas. Uh, it's scary more than anything else. <laughs> also, a, a lot of rainbows. Everywhere I look, there's rainbows. Yeah, but the rainbows get moved every time. It's they like do. every time we come in here, there's different flags put in different places. There's the different color flags. You said all- flags, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Just making sure. No, those are always in different places as well. Anyway, it's time for Cray Cray Gay Gay. I present a story about a couple, and things may have started out well, but then things went awry. And uh, you must guess whether it is some a couple who is gay-gay or just plain old cray-cray. My record to date is pretty strong. So I'm going into this with a lot of confidence. And I don't go into many things in my life with a ton of confidence. So already I give myself credit to get into this round of gay-gay cray-cray. But I also know that you have no greater pleasure than trying to fool me, trick me, trap me, or lead me down the wrong path. Yes, and I think that the details are very important in this story in particular. There are a lot of them, so I'm going to read it pretty much verbatim, and I want you to listen carefully, because I think if you don't, you could have your first big fail. Pasco? That's the nickname for my daughter, by the way. <laughs> can't believe you, you knew that. <laughs> I know a lot of things. Pasco County deputies have arrested 40-year-old Marianne Parrish. All right, hold on. That's definitely a woman. I assume that's a woman, but maybe you're fooling me. Just after 1.30 p.m. in Lacoochee, Florida. All right, a woman in Lacoochee, <laughs> which I think has been my answer before when I think it's a lesbian. But I'm going to go ahead and listen to all the details before I lock in. <laughs> all right. If I'm a lady and I'm a lesbian and there is a, an open house in Lacoochee, you better believe I'm going to be there. So that could influence your decision. According to a report released by the sheriff's office, Parrish used 911 for, quote, purposes other than an emergency communication. Oh, she pulled a smallette. <laughs> or maybe she didn't pull a smallette because we don't know anymore. Yeah. The arrest report says that she dialed 911 a total of six times over the course of four hours to report that her significant other was, quote, not being nice to her. Okay, before, before you read anything else, and that's why cray cray gay gay is so difficult. The stories are always usually cray. The question is, does it sound like something that would happen with a gay couple or a straight couple or none of the above? Did you change the word to significant other or is that how it was written? I ch- yes, I changed oh, it changed to significant that. other. Got it. Yes. Okay, fair enough. I was just wondering. Go ahead, please uh, read Go. that sentence again. If it did say significant other, I would say the writer of this is gay gay. <laughs> right, right, right. G- give it to me one more time. All right. That, that, that sentence. The arrest report says she dialed 911 a total of six times over the course of four hours to report that her significant other was, quote, not being nice to her. 
A deputy who responded to the scene witnessed Parrish on the phone with 911 because eventually, I guess, the cops came. She called 911 enough times so that they decided to go to the scene and see what the hell was going on. Maybe it was a domestic abuse thing. They figured out nothing was wrong, really, and they ended up charging Parrish with misuse of the 911 system. Just to give you some, I mean, when there are two women involved, things like this can easily happen. I got in an argument with Katie just this morning when we sat down on the plane because I got it at about 8 a.m. And I, we were walking through the aisle going to our seat. And I, there was one of those airlines where there's no seat assignment. You pick when you get on board. And I was ahead of her in the line. So when we decided to go to our row, I sat in the window and she sat in the aisle. There was a seat open in between us. And she said, well, I really want to go to sleep. And I said, so do I. And she said, okay, so you're going to keep the window. And I said, yes, yes, I think I am. And then she said, well, my, I'm taller than you, so my head fits better on the window. Oh. And I said, well... I was first in the line, so this is naturally where I went. Do you want to switch? And she said, no, 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 that's okay. And so I said, okay. She tried to claim that she had ownership of the window seat just because of her height difference? Yeah, because she has a better angle leaning up against the window. Because my head hits a certain point where it just goes right against the window, and it's not very comfortable to sleep. Well, you should tell her you have such a big forehead that really... <laughs> yeah. You have to be that there. I could crush the window yeah. just by leaning on it. Yeah. Yeah. Allie, Allie could could destroy that window. That Allie's head may have to be used if there's ever a hole in a window uh, on a flight. She could just put it there, and <laughs> block up the hole. Plane the so the point is, I eventually said, "Do you want to switch?" And she said, "No, no, no. You take it. I'll just my head will just be bobbing up and down as I sleep." And I said, "Do you want the damn window or not?" She said, "No." I'm going to guess, then pause, I'm pause, gonna guess pause. gay gay in this couple. She said, her. it would just be nice for you to offer. Oh. And I said, I already, I can't even Welcome get in with world. this cray mentality that, right now. That's, this is the way that women operate yeah. is they set this whole thing up for you to fail. And then they play these stupid games with you. Yeah. And then before you know it, the next step could have been Katie calling 911 to say that my wife is not being nice to me. So it could easily happen between two women. I'm shocked this plane didn't have to turn around and make a landing because of how that, <laughs> fight, that fight could have escalated. But let yeah. me tell you. That and we were on WOW. Can't believe we landed. You were on my, that you have just described any exchange I have with my wife. My job, apparently, is not to solve problems. It's to listen to complaints and... Um, and provide over-the-top solutions yeah, for them fact, to prove your love. The movie I'm going to give you, which I know we're not getting to until later, but I am going to give you White Men Can't Jump. Because <laughs> in the movie White Men Can't Jump, they, they talk about this. She says she's thirsty, but she doesn't want a glass of water. She wants him to talk about how she feels being thirsty, which is ridiculous, because if someone's thirsty, you give them a glass of water. That's uh, so straight man relatable. That uh, That is the movie you'll watch when we get into oh, the official man. gay straight uh, movie. What a spoiler. Is, I know. Well, I, I just, I wasn't going to give you that movie. It was on a short list I had that some people had submitted, but after this discussion of you and your wife, I feel like that's the movie I have to give you now. But regardless of that, let's continue with the gay, gay, cray, cray, because I have a, I think I have a prediction. Okay. So that was my uh, story to give you context, but what do you think in this situation? of 40-year-old Marianne Parrish of Lacoochee, Florida. A woman in Lacoochee, which I think would be a little too on the nose if lesbians moved to Lacoochee. Even yeah. if they were living there, I think they'd have to say, we can be lesbians, but let's move out of Lacoochee. Yeah. Let's move to Lesbos, Greece. <laughs> 
I think in this case, this this is reminds me a lot of the gay cray cray we did last week or two weeks ago. And my thought was the woman who called 911 because, and the reason in the story was exactly what, what was the quote exactly? She felt that she was- Significant other was not being nice to her. Not being nice And this warranted at least six phone calls within a four hour period. This is the action, well, I was going to say of a straight woman, but based on hearing about you and your girl, you and your wife on the flight, I'm now convinced that gay women can be equally crazy, which is weird because now I think that we're even more similar than I had originally thought. I think <sighs> also women, regardless, they never just call once. Right. It's oh, always no. at least two to three times. So yep. if there's six times, it doesn't really help you make your decision. But I mean, if there are two women involved, it could be easily double or triple that. My gut tells me this is a hetero couple. The woman was upset and said to the guy, as a threat, if you don't start being nicer to me, I'm going to call 911. And he said, call 911. This is absurd. And she <laughs> really just wanted him to say, you're right, I'm wrong. And so she called 911. But then I think that you kind of gave me that hint about you and your girlfriend. You, I'm going to say straight, hetero. This is hetero cray. All right. You're this going hetero cray. Hetero final cr- answer, locked cray. in. Locked in, hetero cray. All right. Marianne Parrish, a 40 years old of Lacoochee, Florida, called 911 six times at the course of four hours to report her boyfriend yes. was not being nice to her. B-O-I so or B-O-Y? B-O-Y. B-O-Y, boyfriend. <laughs> there we go. Give it up B-O-I for B-O-Y would definitely be in Lesbos, Greece. Give it up for the original Cray. The yeah. original hetero Cray. Yeah, she's she's kicking it old school. I appreciate it. Back in Lacoochee. Be back in a moment. Assign some movies for Gay Straight Movie Reviews. Wrap up the show, etc. This is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject returns after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. All right. You have come to a safe space. Drop the subject. Well, actually, probably of all the shows on Channel Q, this is not safe. This is the least safe one. Uh, Anyway, we're uh, thrilled to have you with us. Thanks for listening. Supporting the show, supporting the station, etc. Smart speakers, listen up. Even right now, maybe a smart speaker is going to overhear this. You say, uh, hey, Channel Q from Radio.com, and boom, just like that. We're there hanging out with you while you make your uh, souffle for dinner. Mm. That is... Allie right there. My name's Kevin. If you're new to the show, I'm a straight guy. Why am I on this station? Good question. Allie puts up with me, and as a result, I'm an ally of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, and apparently the most favorite person of everybody on the entire station. Oh, you're Everyone so was bitter. singing your praises of how valuable you are to the station as a, as a masculine, velvety-voiced straight man. I may be the MVG, most valuable gay, <laughs> uh, and I'm honored to take that title. You know, Ali, the funny part about it is it bothers you so much. That's the only thing about it that brings me joy. I don't mind the fact that every other co-worker here at the station looks to me as a, as like a almost a role model of sorts. Yeah, you are the beacon. I, yeah, that's great. It's insane to me. I'm the I'm the, the straight. I'm man. just the boring lesbian but that. I, I, boring, boring, and catty, and I don't just mean that because you have a lot of cats, but like you're coming across <laughs> in the meeting. We all get together, and everyone just. I, like, I've put great ideas, and everyone just overlooks them, well, and then gives other people credit for the ideas that they do like. Allie got mad at me because we had a nice Channel Q meeting. We sat around. We don't do it too often. I don't like meetings, but we sit around a giant table. 
and uh, everyone gets to, uh, you know, usually there's someone else at the meeting, and so as a result, we all have to go around and introduce ourselves. I hate that. In general, that is my least favorite thing to do. Yeah, in a, any a go around sort the room. Of, any sort of an around the room introduce yourself nonsense, and sometimes people try to change it up a bit. They say, uh, uh, before you say uh, your name, why don't you start, say an adjective that describes you that starts with the same first letter as your name? And yeah, I, but then there's idiots that don't give their real name, and they're like, hey, I'm Jay Rodriguez. <laughs> and everyone's like, wow, Kevin's so funny for saying that he's not who he is. I can't believe you're so angry about this because the only reason I did that was my, it was my way of, A, trying to speed up the, the ridiculousness of the task, which is for everyone to go around and say their name, which is useless. And B, I decided to get a, make everyone in the room chuckle because it's a meeting and no one wants to be in the meeting anyway, so I started with a laugh. Yeah, I, but then everyone's trying to everyone, do exactly what you're doing, which you. is, is make you. the room laugh. You talked for 45 minutes. No, I, I was trying to tell people about the show. You're That's re- what we were supposed to do, not just say hi. We're supposed to t- say some words about our show and what it's about. I got, and all you said was, I'm Jay Rodriguez. Anyway, here's Dumb Allie. I, got, I, didn't say, I thought it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> I had the room in the palm of our hands and you lost the room. Yeah, and then I get the leftover laughter. <laughs> You got no because laugh. everyone's done laughing at your joke, and then I'm like, anyway, thanks, Jay, and then it's like silent. Ah, let me just say this. You got no laughter, leftover or otherwise. No. You, you really lost the room. No. Uh, that thing turned into a wake pretty quick. It really did. Uh, I, I've I, never felt so out of place on a gay stage. Yeah, yeah. Allie life. felt like the station was- I really am alienated from the community. They do not like you. I think if we took a vote survival style, we could vote anyone. I, my torch would be your out. Your torch would be gunzo. In fact, can we do that? Uh, can we somehow set that up? Everyone can anonymously vote one person off the stage. <laughs> I think Allie would, and I would, listen, I would not vote for you. I would definitely vote for someone else around here. I think I would, you'd vote yourself. I'd probably vote for myself, actually. I'd try to sabotage, get myself voted out of this place. But and then I, you'd be the last one standing. I didn't realize I'm such a role model for so many of the people on this station, and oh. I appreciate that. I'm honored, and i got to be honest, a little bit humbled, and I am uh, I am not humbled easily, but no. to hear all the kind words that everyone else at the station said about me and how powerful it was to have this hetero voice uh, singing the praises, uh, helping to spread the word like a Johnny Appleseed for the gays, I am so honored honored and and uh and you on the other hand uh, just disposable really yeah i guess so and every, every idea I have is just glazed over. Anyway, Let's I'm going to give you a, a, a horrible gay movie to watch right, now. Quickly. Gay straight movie reviews. I already told you, you'll be watching White Men Can't Jump. Straight movie, definitely. Help you with your relationship, probably not. Um, but I believe in many ways this movie was back before there was a WNBA. Yet basketball, gambling, sizzler. Oh, some of the <laughs> finest. And I know a movie that you've never seen. So you'll be watching White Men can't jump. I can't you know, wait to hear what you say. I, yeah, I it. have not ever seen this movie in its entirety, but I have seen it in the background as a child when my dad was watching it. Well, you're going to be watching it front I to remember back. The, the cover with them in their uh, really like tiny shirts. That yeah, was the 80s for you. Yeah. 90s. All right. 90s. All right, go ahead. I'm ready. Have you ever seen Call Me By Your Name? Is that a trick question? Have you ever seen Call Me By Your Name? Is that, um... With Timothée Chalamet? Is that how you say that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Call me by... How do you say my name? Timothée Chalamet. Uh, That does sound like a rather gay movie, if that's the name of the star. (laughs) Call me by your name, the Academy Award winning gay film about two men, one younger, one much older. And the affair that they have abroad. There's a lot of speaking in different languages. There's Are you a lot about of moonlight with the uh, no, HJ on the beach. No, it's the one at the year after that. Oh, yeah, the one with the woman dancing with the fish. No, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> Shape of Water. Oh, okay. It's another one? That movie was, I think, even gayer than this one. Though. All right. Call Me By... Call Me By Your Name. Your Name. It's very... There's a lot of graphic love scenes between two men. Oh, sweet. There's a lot of really long uh, shots oh, with no God, dialogue. Shots. Oh, boy. <laughs> there's a really weird thing that happens with a guy alone with a peach... Huh. Uh, so there, I think you're going to have a lot of questions. It has a very open ending, pun uh, intended. Don't think we can say. <laughs> don't think we can say that in the context of this movie. Um, I watched this and got not a lot of satisfaction <laughs> out of it. It sounds to me like by your de- description, it's got two open endings, really. But <laughs> yeah. all right, well, I'll be watching. Call me by. It's really long. Great. Really long. How long? Over three hours. Uh, let me o- see. Over seven inches. It's seven and a half inches oh long. Oh, my God. That's long. <laughs> All right. I'll be watching that movie. Unaroused. Thank you for that. Oh, good God. Uh, Allie will be watching White Men Can't Jump. We return in a moment. You'll be watching White Men Can't Jump, and I'll be watching White Men Can't Hump, apparently. <laughs> be back in a moment. This is the all-new Channel Q Radio. Radio.com, HD Radio, and on your smart speaker. More after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject all right all right time with you has come to an end but uh, we do have to give you that sweet sweet happy ending that we promised earlier yes we we must go into the closet for closet watch closet watch did either of us draft this person or anyone from this show? No. We should have. Should have. We should have. I can't believe we didn't draft anybody from Game of Thrones because I feel like everybody, it's like an anything goes situation in that in that show. Um, but in real life, Sophie Turner has not come out as gay or even bisexual or pansexual. She's come out as soul sexual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> Uh, I thought soul sexual. That is your just... role as the creepy straight dude on the station. You're <laughs> I thought, fitting it perfectly. I soul sexual just meant you had a thing for like black guys. Like, yeah, I guess a lot of soul. Well, it definitely means you have no thing for gingers. Soul, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No, she, and that's funny because she is a ginger. I love Oh, yeah. She actually has red I hair. I want someone who has a soul. She needs a soul. That I can suck. She needs to consume a soul. That's why she only falls in love with soul. Sophie Turner, look her up. She plays uh, Arya Stark. No, she plays Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark. I, what's harder to explain, Game of Thrones or the Jesse Smollett thing? If someone said, start from the beginning oh, wow. and explain to where we are right now. Uh, both require maps. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I, I think Game of Thrones that has dragons and mythological lands would be easier for me to explain to someone from scratch than Jesse Smollett. I, I agree. And I think that even when you watch Game of Thrones several times, there are still things that you... Like, I plan on rewatching season one again before watching this new series, the, the new season. I, don't, I think I've read over articles about Jesse Smollett several times and I know less about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, I feel like you know more the more you watch, and Smollett, I feel like I know less the yeah, more I watch. Exactly. So that is why I say less confusing. But uh, Sophie Turner, Ginger, oh. and she said the following. What did she say exactly? Uh, well, she said, uh, once you, I think once you found the right person, you just know. I feel like I'm much older. I'm a much older soul than I am in age. I feel like I've lived enough to know. I've met enough guys to know. I've met enough girls to know. I don't feel 22. I feel like 27 or 28. And as for the girls part, everyone experiments, she says with a shrug. It's part of growing up. I love a soul, not a gender. Mm. And there, I don't, I'm going to just point this out. Her and Maisie Williams, who does play Arya Stark, they're very, very close. They've been compared. I mean, they're play sisters on the show. They say they're like sisters and they are the best of friends. But 
I don't know. There's a cover on Rolling Stone right now where they are looking very close and nuzzly, and I may, maybe there will be something that comes out in the near future where they had a time. If Spice Girls can make love to each other, so can sisters from Game of Thrones. And as you know, that's one of those worlds where incest not only uh, thrives, but uh, gets ratings. Yeah. So um, I do have one update. I know we mentioned the Jesse Smollett updates and... Um, about the FBI and him being um, nominated for an NAACP award and a friend of the station, uh, uh, Jarrett Hill, has chimed in and said, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that Jesse was nominated for an NAACP image award in mid-February. So that was before all this stuff broke, I believe. Or... Do you think think he, he could win? Do you think that increases his chance of winning? Obviously... Him being there would be interesting. Um, and he would go. I feel like, he, I mean, he has no shame about, I mean, he completely maintains his innocence as the story has not changed from day one. He feels like, you know, he was definitely victimized. And so I feel like if he was a nominated, he would go. Uh, but the awards will be handed out this weekend. It does beg so. the question, what is the color of the carpet at the NAACP awards? <laughs> what hmm? do you mean? Well, I just would think it would have to be a bunch of different colors, right? Why? Because I think that's what the NAACP celebrates. I have a buddy who won an NAACP award because he worked on that Chris Rock documentary, Good Hair. And he's so proud of it. White guy, but he puts that thing right in the middle of his mantle. And he says that women are super impressed by it, especially women of color. So you think that the red carpet would change like the like the horse on Wizard of Oz? Yes. I think the carpet should be multiple colors. <laughs> well, that's a carpet of a different color. <laughs> it, should be, it should be more like a quilt than a carpet is what I look at. It. We'll be back at, uh, tomorrow. we got to get out of here because our time is over. Wow, it's already after. Look at I us. Know. Talking too long. Um we're just going to sit here quietly now while everyone stares at us and waits for us to leave the studio. All right, tomorrow I'm replaced by a bisexual fella, and then I'll return again next week with Allie right here on the all-new Channel Q. This has been Drop the Subject, officially dropping it right now. Bye. Curious.